Hi, friend. Hi. I like your ring. Thanks. I have the same one. How is that even possible? Because we're jerks and we bought friendship rings. Whilst? (laughs) Whilst eating at Ray and Jerry's several months ago. That's how long it takes to get friendship rings in the mail. And they just finally showed up. They finally showed up. And now we match. You know what I like about them? Yeah. The beautiful message that they have. They do have a nice message. It's um, kind of inspiring. Mm Mm-hmm. It, it, Do you want to read the outside part? If I read the outside, will you read the inside? And then I'll read the inside. Okay. Go. Be kind. Of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like we should apologize to Bev right off the bat. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bev. You know, you know what? You know what these rings are celebrating? They're celebrating 10 years of Facebook friendship. 10 years. Well, it's actual friendship, too. Oh, didn't we know each other before then? No. Barely. Okay. Like, we're alleged Facebook friends as of August 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I think we were maybe, like, friends or even maybe acquaintances mm-hmm. by February of that same 10 years ago. No one can say for sure because my files don't go back that far. <sighs> well, blessings. Blessings to you, my friends. And to you. To 10 more, at least, minutes. To 10 more minutes. Well, no, at least an hour. So we can get through the recording. So we can get the, through <laughs> okay. the recording, and then I want my ring back. Okay. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> well, you can have this one back. Okay. <laughs> we'll trade. Cue the music. Welcome, I'm Rebecca. I'm Paige. And this is Made From What's Left. Tonight we're going to talk about cold things. Which is odd because we are having an unseasonably warm week. Yes. (laughs) It is currently plus three degrees. Mm -hmm. Coming down from a high of what, four or five today? On this, the second last day of January 2024. That's correct. Listener will be listening to this in... Probably February. February sometime. Yeah. mid That's okay. It'll get cold again. Okay. So we're going to... It's actually good that we're celebrating cold things because I don't really like cold weather. So this has given us an opportunity to explore the outdoors. <laughs> That's right. As we did. As we did. Um, in preparation for this uh, fine episode, you asked me to prepare a haiku... I did. Or are the haikus going to happen at the top of the show? I think show? we should lead with the haikus. Oh, my God. All right. I like it. Are you excited? I prepared yeah. two. I prepared one. And by prepared, I mean had our robot overlords prepare <sighs> it on my behalf. But I had very strict requirements for this haiku, and the robots delivered. Okay. Do you, do you want me to... I'll let the robots go first. Okay. And then I'll read mine back to back because they're very different. Oh, okay. The specific instructions were mm-hmm. it had to be about winter. Mm-hmm. It had to be about Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for a rhyme. Oh, a rhyming haiku. A rhyming haiku. She's rolling her eyes at me. Uh, snowflakes <laughs> softly dance. Uh huh. Winnipeg's winter romance. <laughs> Frosty dreams enhance. Come on, tell me that's not. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad, considering Valentine's is coming up. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for the first of mine? Yeah. These and we should we should 
reinforce to listener that you wrote these. You didn't use I wrote these robot myself. overlords. Yeah. There was a lot of clapping. There was a lot of desk tapping as I was trying to get my syllables out. Um, <laughs> oh, because you were calculating them with the taps? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant like out of frustration. No. You have okay. to like pound out the syllables. Yeah. That doesn't sound mm-hmm. right. Um, so a this different is, show. We're just assuming that in a couple weeks when, when listener is listening to this, it will be very cold. Yes, we are. The air hurts my face. <laughs> I don't feel like outdoorsing. <laughs> when will it be May? That's good. Did you like that one? You should have said, though, and it wouldn't work with the slabbles. Uh-huh. When will it be January? <laughs> <laughs> When will it be May? Because That's May, fantastic. we can pretty much guarantee it won't be cold. I'm suitably impressed by you. Are you ready for number two? Yeah. Again, I'm sorry, Bev. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. Oh, my puffer jacket. How you obscure my figure. <laughs> There's boobs under here. <laughs> it's hard to Dying. look like a delicate lady in the wintertime. <laughs> It's also hard to be a delicate lady. In I the look like time. a potato all season long. <laughs> but you, you, you have a nice, you know, puffer. Uh, yes, jacket. Yes, so. I have. I have. My, I'm all about the puffers right now and yeah. the puffer vests. Yeah, the year of the puffer. <laughs> so Winnipeg, arguably a winter city. <laughs> yeah, it is winter for eight out of our twelve months. Some even <laughs> will go so far as to call it winter peg. Where did we want to start in our celebration of the the season? Well, I don't know. Let's do a little tour. I, I think we could start anywhere. Okay. Do you want to start just up the street at the Forks? Let's do it. There's a lot happening at the Forks. There sure is. The Nestaway River Trail. Yes. As of January 24th. So as we record this about a week ago. Mm-hmm. The first section of the Nestaway River Trail is now open for skating. Oh, cool. And in spite of several setbacks, according to the Forks, and some challenging circumstances. Yeah. I think the weather would yeah. be a challenging circumstance. Yeah. Uh, the port rink located on the Assiniboine River in the Forks Historic Port is ready oh. and safe for public access. Oh, cool. But wait. There's more. As of today, everything is closed. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that was a roller coaster. Okay. I know. Okay. So hopefully when listener hears this, things will be open again. But I thought it would be important to note that listener can check the current conditions on the river trail and on the online, on land skating trails. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because there's lots of... It's hard to say on land skating trails. There's tons <laughs> of online skating trails. Um, but they can check the conditions at theforks.com slash events slash skating trail and park conditions that's a lot of slashes yeah so i checked it today all red all oh. do not enter <laughs> oh even the on land even the on land because i think it gets slushy melty so it's probably yeah that's frustrating for it them gets i'm sure melty and slushy mm-hmm. but i did see that the uh the fork zamboni got a, a makeover oh did it looking very sharp oh would like- you like a fun fact yeah not about the zamboni okay but- <laughs> This late January opening marks the latest the trail has ever opened. Oh, no. Surpassing the January 21st opening in 2016. Oh, yeah. And excluding 2020 when the trail never opened. 
Oh. Due to poor ice conditions. Oh, really? Yeah. 2020. Mm-hmm. Did the river have COVID? It might have. Oh. Do you want another fun fact? Yeah. Last year, the trail opened on January 1st and remained open for 72 days. Oh, my goodness. Well. Closing in mid-March. So there's hope. There is hope. There's hope for us yet. I believe in us. Also at the Forks. Mm-hmm. And you know this because we were there the other night. The Winnipeg 150 Winter Park, so named in honor of Winnipeg's 150th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, at the Winter Park, do you want to know what listener can do? Yeah. Twirl under the canopy, then skate over a full kilometer of groomed skating trails. When along, they're open. Along lit paths. <laughs> They'll be open. Yeah. Um, and the lit paths lead to the CN stage rink. Remember we saw a rink in front of the CN stage? Yeah. Oh, cool. So you can skate from the Forks main building. Yeah. Where that canopy skating rink is. Doing a twirl. You can twirl there. Okay. And then you can skate over a kilometer of paths. And Ending, end up. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. That the uh, There's also lots of lights and things happening at the Forks right now. So it's well, all very pretty. Number two, walk around the Forks and marvel at the lights. Oh, <laughs> And jumping the gun. And it really is quite pretty. Yeah. Because we were there the other night and I think we gasped. We did. There were gasps. Yeah. I think we oohed. We awed. Yes. I heard tummies growling. <laughs> Unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can toboggan down and the fork says any of the hills on the site. Oh, neato. I only know of one. Bring a toboggan. What else can you do? Bring your skates. Take a selfie in the archway in the prairie garden. Why didn't we do that? Well, I don't know, but the fork says it's one of the most photographed spots. Really? On the property, yeah. Finally, well, maybe not finally, but finally for this list, at the CN stage and at the fork's canopy, mm-hmm. a listener can listen to special playlists that were created for the forks by Manitoba Music. Really? Especially for this season. I don't know why I'm so shocked. These things are all really cool. This is all for the Winnipeg 150 Winter Park. But wait, there's more. Okay. Listener can also learn to winter until the end of February. (laughs) Okay. So listener, you're going to have to hurry. Learn how to winter. (laughs) You've got like two days. (laughs) Uh, They can join the Winnipeg Trails Association for free skate, ski, and snowshoe lessons on Saturdays and Sundays until the end of February. Oh, that's cool. Free. That's really cool. Completely free. So um, I, I could give you some instructions on sh- snowshoeing. Don't walk. Oh, <laughs> it looks more complicated large than that. Strides. We put tennis <laughs> tennis rackets on your feet and walk. Yeah. Uh, so 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. at the Forks with the Winnipeg Trails Association, and that's pretty cool. You can bring your own equipment. You could rent skates at the Forks, or you can organize ski and snowshoe rentals through the Winnipeg Trails Association. Very cool. Isn't that cool? And this is on a drop-in basis. So Just show up. Do it. Just show up. But wait. There's There's more. still more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, under the canopy, Sundays from 12 to 4, live music. Oh, cool. Listener can check out the event calendar on the Forks website. Okay. February lineup. Well, listeners should do this. Storytelling in the teepee with Elder Barbara Nipponak. Very cool. Saturdays from 12 to 4. And there's drumming. There will be drumming. There's so many things happening. Free walking tours. What? Of the warming huts on Saturdays at 1 p.m. 
So I'm I'm assuming the warming huts are on land. I'm assuming. At the moment, if the trails are closed. The skating trail at the harbor is open. At the port. I thought you said it was closed as of... Well, probably by the time this is airing, yeah, things will be open again because we, we would assume. Yeah. We would assume, yeah. But check online. Yes, for the free walking tours, there is registration. There's an Eventbrite link on the Forks website, so you can s- reserve a spot. You want to secure your spot for the walking tour. Um, listener is free to explore the warming huts on their own or with a group. Or with a group, take a friend. If you're going to go see a warming hut, take a friend. Um, have you seen the warming huts this year? I haven't. Can I tell you about them? Yeah. This year, there were three official competition winners. Cool. When are we going to enter this competition? I think next year is our year. Okay. We'll get some ideas. I like it. We got to get your sister involved. There's going to be some sewing. (laughs) It's going to be a giant. Well, we don't want to say what it's going to be until it gets revealed. Okay. So I'm going to give you the name of the warming hut. Okay. The designers. And then I'm going to tell you what I think it looks like. Do you have pictures of these or should I pull them up? While you're talking? I mean, you could pull them up. Do you think we should put pictures of these? We will. I'm going to describe them well enough, but on I'm going to put these on our socials. Okay. At Made From Pod. Okay, so first competition winner, Murky Waters, designed by Christopher Loofs, Jordan Loofs, and Casey Marshall, all of Oklahoma City, USA. USA! You don't say. I would describe this one as a skeletal catfish. Oh. With seeding in the fish's head and at its tail. I love a skeletal fish. And then kind of some representative ribs all the way down. Oh, neato. Is it ribs on a fish? Those things. Uh, yeah. They're yeah. bones. Fish yeah, the bones. bones. Fish bones. So picture a big catfish head on the ice made out of wood. Okay. And people can go sit in it. <laughs> and then there's another bench at the tail. Okay. It's very intriguing looking. Yeah. And that one was called what? Murky Waters? Murky Waters. Okay. Because like catfish, bottom feeders. Yeah. Also found in the Red River. Uh, here's what the artists have to say about their fish out of water. <laughs> the presence of the catfish brought to the river surface seeks to not only shelter visitors from the wind, but also provide a place to reflect on the ecologies humans interact with throughout our different cultures and contexts. Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> Murky Waters. Might be my favorite. Is it? It might be, yeah. Okay. Uh, spinning Dim Sum. It, by oh, that already has my vote. I don't even know what it spinning is. Spinning Dim Sum. That has my vote. Verena Nellis Kempf of Zurich, Switzerland. Okay. And Ilga Nellis yeah. of Hamburg, Germany. I'm guessing they might be related. <laughs> so this one looks like a red dumpling, kind of. Okay. And it spins. Hence the name, which might make it look more like a dumpling. Once it's Like it's going fast enough, yeah. Okay. Um, And it appears to be made of very thick felt. Cool. That sounds warm. It sounds warm. Here's what the artists have to say. Okay. The five strips that overlap to form a dim sum-like shape are loosely linked in a way that the construction remains flexible, and each gap can be stretched open (laughs) as an entrance. That's a little sus. That's a little sus. But but I'm still that's still my favorite because you know how our criticism of some morning of some warming huts is that they're not warm. They do not provide any shelter whatsoever. A really heavy felt mm-hmm. in a little cocoony dumpling. A warm dump. I'm gonna be a little warm dumpling. Sounds perfect. Right up until the 
opening of the gaps. <laughs> Peekaboo. Don't open the gaps. <laughs> uh, the next one, the third of the winners, sublimation. Ooh. Like, like hey, the name. Do you know what that is? Sublimation? Yeah. Do you want to tell me? Yeah, that's why um, ice shrinks when it's in your freezer. Oh, yeah. You'll like this then. Okay. Uh, designed by Francisco Silva. That's fun Francisco, to say. Francisco. That's fun to say. <laughs> <laughs> and Barbara Stallone okay. of Paris, France. And Alexander Pollard of London, England. Oh. So we got France and England working together on this. France, England, Germany, and... Switzerland. Switzerland. Oklahoma Holy City. Moly. We got some oh. locals coming into the mix soon. Some local Oklahoma. Uh, in the artist's own words. A single, oh, so I'm going to tell you what I think this looks like. Sublimation? Sublimation. Okay. This is my impression of sublimation. Okay. I don't know how to describe this. Is it a drapey teepee? Is it a flowy tent? Really? Yeah. So in the artist's own words. It's a meringue. (laughs) It's a meringue. It looks like a meringue. It's stiff peaks is what it is. A single structural pole supports a pleated recycled fishing net skirt embodying an intrinsic distilled beauty. As snow falls, gusts blow, and temperatures fluctuate, the pavilion adapts dynamically, its transparent walls gradually transforming into ice, offering a shelter for contemplation and protection. You know what it just occurred to me? That in the spring, it will melt and change again. (laughs) I also wanted to shout out to the University of Manitoba's Faculty of Architecture. They always do something cool. Uh, Their contribution this year is called Ice Henge, (laughs) which is described as a wintry take on Stonehenge. (laughs) It's like right there in the name. It's only 18 inches tall. Oh. I'm kidding. (laughs) Mimi Locker, Locker, Dean of the Faculty of Architecture. Oh, I don't actually know who the current Dean is. Mimi L., I'm learning to pronounce. Our buddy Mimi. Yeah, she says, Ice Henge is inspired by the spirit of disco and the monumentality of Stonehenge. Ice forms emerging from the frozen river will create a space of community through play, wonder, and reflection. Well, that's lovely. It's also probably melting right now. <laughs> Melt Shout out to the University of Manitoba Water Faculty Henge? of Architecture. Uh, rounding out the six new huts. Does that make it River Henge? It does. It makes it. <laughs> Unless it's on land. <laughs> and it's Puddle Henge. It's going to be Puddle Henge in a minute. Uh, rounding out our six huts. Yeah. We've done four. Okay. A misc. Oh. By the students at Ecole St. Avila. Avila? Avila? I couldn't tell you. Almost rhymes with Avila. And circling above us by father and son team Wayne and Jordan Stranger from Pegwas First Nation. Okay. You might know Jordan from his work on the Winnipeg 150 oh, yeah. graphic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, fun fact about the Ecole Saint Avila hut. Are you ready for a fun fact? Yeah. Hit me. Amisk. Amisk is Cree for beaver, oh. which represents wisdom. Inside the warming hut are some fun surprises. Okay. That will educate and enlighten visitors. And, and fun facts about beavers. No. Yeah, inside the hut. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right, we should go. I think we, we should also go. mention the best um, reason for going to the Forks. Uh, raw almond? The food and drinks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Do you have any faves at the Forks for food and drinks? Yeah. So top of my list mm-hmm. is Sombrero. Same. Habanero Sombrero. Habanero Sombrero. Shout out to Shannon Bacon, who I went to school with. Really? Yes. That uh, I actually ordered from there to the office mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. Did you get the nachos? I did. No, I got I got um, chips and guac and three tacos. The nachos are like a showstopper. I've never had, or when, have we had them? No, no I don't think so. When people order the nachos at the Forks, everyone around goes, <gasps> and then orders nachos. And then orders nachos. <laughs> They're the size of a tray, like a cafeteria tray. Oh, that's a lot. It's a lot of nachos. So it's not something you could just have for lunch. No. And they, are, that's like, they do a hearty chip. They do a homemade chip. They do a homemade, and it's thick, and it's like perfectly mm. crispy, and their guac is good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they, because uh, they were originally a food truck. Oh, I'm, I didn't know that. I'm glad they made the switcheroo. Yeah. Because it was like and or too motors. much to go find them. Right. Plus seasons. Yep. I don't know what it was that... Uh, inspired them to make the change but i think parking on broadway probably had something to do with it yeah uh passerby yes we are frequenters of the passerby drink counter we are fans uh wiener peg you know i love a wiener (laughs) i'm also a fan of wiener peg (laughs) new burger yep i like a new burger yep fergie's which we uh, enjoyed tonight. We did. For the fish and chips. We had the regular fish and chips. Mm-hmm. The regular fish and medium chips. And? And a can of pop. Extra tartar sauce. And? Always extra tartar sauce. Extra tartar sauce times three people means a lot of tartar sauce. And they sent many lemons. They did. They sent a lot of lemons. And I would have to say the one thing that I do like about eating my fish and chips there. Did you get the little newspaper looking wrap? Yeah, I was hoping we were going to be eating out of newspaper today. And uh, you can load your chips up with malt vinegar mm-hmm. and salt. Yeah. It's so good. I'm not a fan of malt vinegar. Uh, Fools and Horses. Excellent. Always good for a coffee. Yeah. Um, tall grass, I guess standard for their cinnamon buns, although I've been like out of luck several times. Really? I'm either they're too late or... Just get something else. There's, there's a there's line. There's so many good things. No, they're always like... I show up and they're closing. So then oh. I go to the candy store instead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the candy store. <laughs> and uh, the craft beer and wine selection at the Common. At, that's an excellent list. I don't think that I could uh, improve on that list whatsoever. If this weren't the cold weather episode, I would give a fat shout out to Frogert's. Yes. And the Neon Cone. But this is uh, an episode about cold. And those things are cold. Those I think you can cold. mention them. I would say that every time I've been at the common recently people are still getting their frozen yogurt and their ice cream we we got frogurt as recently as like just before christmas yeah i think so yeah i hope it's good too yeah i love a frogurt always good and the little donuts uh yeah <laughs> yeah i mean there's a lot of stuff at the forks yeah worth mentioning it's true uh did you have anything that you'd like to bring up at the forks I don't, I perhaps, don't. A, perhaps a certain restaurant well we were there recently <laughs> Well, could you call it a restaurant? It's a restaurant. It's, it's a pop-up pop up up. situation. Totally. The Raw Almond. <laughs> also known as Raw Almond. Do you want to tell us the history of Raw Almond? I don't know the history. <laughs> um, but I do have some interesting info about the structures. So I don't know if you want to go 
architecture first, then food. Because it really is a juxtaposition of incongruencies of design and food. Is it not? It certainly is. Like the design is almost as important as the food itself. I would agree. Okay. I'm not sure that's top of mind for everyone who goes, but. No. But it is, it adds a lot to the experience to be in a really unique structure. Yeah. I think. And I'm not sure everyone has a full appreciation of just what goes into the construction of those structures and the kinds of research that is done. I will say this. When we were in the, um, so this year's structure is inflated in well, some getting, way. I'm yeah. Getting there. But then if you look through to the actual kitchen, it is like a well-constructed temporary commercial it's kitchen. A, very much a commercial kitchen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, stru- the design team for the structures every year is a, a group of three, Owen Hughes Pierce, Joe Kalternick, and structural engineer John Reed. Mm-hmm. Fun fact... I love a fun fact. John Reed and I went to architecture school together. What? You might at the be, University of Manitoba's the Faculty of Architecture? Yeah, and you might be you might be confused because I said that part of the design team is structural engineer mm-hmm. John Reed. Mm-hmm. I then also told you that Mr. Reed and I went to school together, architecture school together. He has a master's in architecture. Mm-hmm. He's also a principal engineer at Wolfram Engineering. What? He's a renaissance man. He's an overachiever. Renaissance man and a dear friend of mine. I called him up. Uh Uh-huh. So shout out to John because he had some neat things to say about the design of the structure. So this year, as you know, the structure was designed to go on the river. Yes. But very much at the last minute, the decision had to be made to bring it onto land. Because nature. Because nature. Because temperature. Um, I will say that River levels have been going crazy this year. Have they? Yes. You took a trip to Fargo after Christmas. I did. And they had a flood warning for the Red River. There was. In Fargo. So all that water had to go somewhere. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, probably a good decision to keep the the structure off the ice. I wouldn't have gone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also, one of the things they need is a minimum of 18 inches of ice. Mm -hmm. We didn't have that at the time of... At the time they were making the decision. Yep. Um, so some of the cool things that John told me was that um, this year they went with that rebar structure. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason they did that is because there's a chance that they're going to redo this structure in Portugal. They've just announced Portugal 2024. And they wanted material that they could source locally there. <gasps> oh. So the other component of the structure are these plywood spacers. Yep. That when they work together with the rebar creates a bit of a space truss arch. You don't say. Right, that's right from the structural engineer. Uh, you don't have to believe me. Are they going to ship those spacers over, or just a pattern for them and let them cut their own? Oh, that I, that I don't know. Hmm. But either, either would probably work. Yeah. Um, the pillow skin was sourced from Europe and it's inflatable, which you already touched on. Mm -hmm. One of the cool things about the structure this year was that it has skylight. Several skylights. Because some of the pillow structures were clear. That was really cool. And the rest of them were like reflective, which I think Mm -hmm. helps keep the heat in. Mm -hmm. And the uh, added a lot to the ambiance. It did. It made everything very fancy. It was very like sparkly in there. Um, So I don't know if you recall the triangular shaped bases. I do. 
I do recall. Yeah. Because I was looking at the stuff that people had put in between the triangles. <laughs> the pillows. Like pillows and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, in those triangular bases were specifically designed to be anchored into the ice. Okay. With um, additional rebar components. But because the structure was not on the ice, they had to fill them with sandbags. Oh, so it's not anchored to the ground. It's just heavy. It's just heavy. And part of the reason for that is that one of the goals of the design team is to have as little impact on the environment that the structure is going into as possible. Mm -hmm. And also to have as little waste as possible. Mm -hmm. And so a couple of the other things that John told me is that um, the structure that they built in Gimli Mm -hmm. uh, was all donated wood. And after the wood was, after the dinner was done, they gave all the wood back to home hardware. (laughs) There was apparently as little as 1% waste on that job. And um, it was held down with ratchet straps that were frozen into the ice. Oh. That's kind of cool. I can Um, just imagine them showing up with like a couple truckloads of wood to return. (laughs) Do you have a receipt? (laughs) (laughs) Gently used or never worn. Uh, so they, uh, also got to go to Churchill and yes. John was involved in the build of oh. the Churchill one. And, uh, that one was held in the Prince of Wales fort, which is a heritage, has heritage designation. So it comes with all of the care and attention to the design that is required when you're doing something on a heritage site. Interesting. Added complication. Do we know where it'll go in Portugal? I do not. What their considerations will be. That'll be something to follow up on. Yeah, that might be really interesting. Um, They're going to have to truck in all that ice. And here's, since we're talking, (laughs) um, since we're talking about the uh, cold things. Sure. When they started doing their research to decide how to create these structures, they they were relying on uh, documents Related to Northern Roads, okay, for example, uh, but also 60s Cold War emergency airport on ice runways. Oh, I like that. Isn't that wild? <laughs> so, Cold War, cold it episode. All, it all fits. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's uh, some kind of cool insight John had to give us. Hmm. I also really like the tables. The, the tables and the new wood floor. Mm-hmm. It was all really nice. Yeah. Fresh pine smells from, or well, fresh Like the the entry to the space was plywood. Yeah. And then it was a a lovely kind of chevron-y floor. And table. And table. Which was really beautiful. Really neat use of plywood. Yep. Like the end grain as a pattern. It was uh, really very well done, I think. I'll see if uh, I took some pictures of our dinner. I'll see if there's any like good pictures of the table. I know there's at least one of the inside of the structure. Oh, good. That I took while everyone was facing away from me. So I don't have to <laughs> get model releases or anything. <laughs> Excellent. Do you want to know what people are saying? About raw almond? Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> um, I could only Is find... it what I'm saying? No. Um, it, it will be. Okay. It will be. Um, so I could only find two reviews. Mm-hmm. They're both five out of five stars. So what I'm worried about is that is it's there... probably a new entry for Google every year. Right. So I'm thinking this isn't a full 
snapshot of the experience. Right. But these are five out of five stars, and I'm going to read them to you because why not? Okay. Uh, this is from J&A. Amazing experience and delicious food. Chef Nui Regular was gracious and warm. We appreciated the background she provided about the courses. Service was very attentive. Ha! Uh, also, five out of five stars from Dragos. First time having dinner on the frozen river. Very comfortable seating area. You have to dress for winter, but it's well worth the experience. Staff is friendly and on point. The food was very well presented, and the rabbit was fantastic. Food matched the experience. Being opening night and the first service has been phenomenal. Truly a frozen culinary experience. So because I don't have anything else, I'm going to give you a what page is saying, which is the same acronym. I'll give you one star for the rabbit. <laughs> I don't think I could eat rabbit. No Haas and pepper nah, for you? No Haas and pepper. I've made friends with the ones in my yard. <laughs> Did you notice there's fewer of them this year? Yeah. Yeah, was that was that like as a result of an effort? Well, there's more coyotes this year. Oh. Anyway, so here's mine. Uh, staff was excellent and attentive. Uh huh. They asked me if I was cold, and they warmed a blanket for me and my sister mm -hmm. for a lapse. Roy was left to freeze. Roy was boiling. Apparently, I was really warm. <laughs> uh, the temporary architecture was amazing. In the, in the past, they've done some neat wood joinery, and now they have a rebar matrix with standoffs and a pillowy shell and even skylights. This is my review, right? The furniture was lovely. The wood floor, I believe new to the experience, was awesome. The smells of fresh pine were amazing. The music was great. Mm -hmm. I will say that my only complaint about where we were seated is that we were right next to the slammy door that we went to the bathrooms. We were, yeah. But then that's going to happen to you at... Pretty much any restaurant you go to with me. Right. You slammy get, bathroom. You get sat by the slammy bathroom door. Uh, that's all I have for you. Uh, well, since you brought up raw almond, <laughs> there is another snow-themed <gasps> restaurant in yes. town. The Den? The Den. Will you ever take me? I don't know. I don't know if I can afford those dollars. Oh. But I'll read you the menu. Maybe we'll... Uh, all right. Maybe it'll convince us. Let's check it out. Uh, it is located at A Maze in Corn. Which is where? St. Adolph. St. Adolph. South of the city of Winnipeg. Okay. All right. Yep. Uh, it is a seasonal dining experience, obviously. Um, it is envisioned and built by snow architect Clint Mass or Massey. M-A-S-S-E. Uh, and he is also the creator of the world's largest snow maze, which oh. you will find adjacent to the den. I want to go to this. It is carved out of... 500,000 pounds of snow. The bar? The den is, sorry? The den. 500,000 pounds. Of, where did it all come from? That's all of the snow that fell in Winnipeg. That is literally all the snow that we've received this season. Yeah. Um, it There is our ice sculptures. Ooh. And the walls are filled with carved Manitoba art. Cool. And they say it's a winter dining experience that is one to remember. Well, I want to try it. I think it's about $220. Wow. A plate. That's a lot of money. But here's what you get on that plate. Tell me. Warm Roman flatbread with aged balsamic and olive oil. Sounds fantastic. Good so far. Sweet potato and red curry bisque with lobster and wow. coconut. We all know how I feel about sweet potato, but. And I'll, coconut. I'll see past it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Two strikes. Baby greens with gala apples and warm bacon tarragon vinaigrette. 
That sounds fantastic. They can keep their tarragon. Tarragon is trash. <laughs> tarragon is to you what cilantro is to me. Yeah. Tarragon is like top of my list. Mm. Barolo braised boneless Angus beef rib and Ooh. wild mushroom ravioli. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes to all of that. Yes. For dessert, I don't know if this is wise. No. Given the uh, environment. Yellow snow. <laughs> A molten chocolate <gasps> s'more cake with dulce de leche. What? Ew. Okay, well, I'm in. I'm in too. Everything but the bisque. Um, listener can go to thedenrestaurant.ca for info, pictures, and resos. Okay, well, I'm gonna check I'm gonna check into that. Yeah. So the snow maze, yep, which was also built by Clint, is the Guinness Book of World Records largest snow maze. Really? So is it's not it, just the world's largest snowmates. It is the Guinness Book of Records largest. It's legit. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to read what it says on their website. Okay. Enjoy the challenge of the snowy maze. Admire the snow carvings and buildings and slide down snow mountain. Warm up by a bonfire. Be brave and try the giant luge run. <gasps> try a variety of snow games. And, of course, enjoy a cup of hot chocolate or an adult drink at the snow bar. Well, I, for one, am a loser. Do you like to luge? I love a luge. Do you like to bobsled? <laughs> yeah, I love a bobsled. <laughs> Can I give you some tips for visiting the uh, snow maze? Please do. Wear appropriate footwear. <laughs> That's your tip for <laughs> That's your, my tip for you specifically. <laughs> uh, walking conditions, of course, will be uneven and slippery. Okay. That's to be expected. Why don't I just wear snow pants? <laughs> <laughs> and some you're gonna end up on your ass the whole time equipment. <laughs> uh bring a sleigh to pull young children i don't want to pull young children strollers do not work in the snow and they oh, yeah. they give the same uh warning for wheelchairs so i guess they're saying that it's not wheelchair accessible <laughs> pull nana in a sleigh <laughs> you can pull nana in a sleigh <laughs> okay my nana would go on a sleigh she'd love it <laughs> <laughs> toboggans are provided for snow mountain really no need to bring your own okay Cash, debit, and credit are accepted. Excellent. Indoor washrooms are available. What does it cost? Because you're surrounded by an outdoor washroom, but <laughs> just, that leads me to my next point. Pets seat. are not allowed. Hats? Pets. Oh, pets. You can wear hats. <laughs> hats are encouraged. <laughs> and what more, the, the walls of the snow maze are about six and a half feet tall. Oh, that's taller than me. So if you were a tall fellow wearing a 10-gallon hat or maybe a top hat. And a nice pair of lifts. We would see you. Uh, the snow maze closes at minus 27 degrees Celsius. Ugh, not, inclu- I, not including the wind chill. I'm going to tap out at minus 20. I'd tap I out think. at minus four. <laughs> and it's closed during blizzard conditions, well, which I, I think would add to the. Yeah, that would be, uh, that would, that would actually make it even cooler. Right. Uh, listener can check the website cornmaze.ca for daily updates and closures. Due to inclement weather. So I one thing I have to add on the Den restaurant site, yes. it should be noted uh-huh. that there is a Frank Lloyd Wright quote. You've mentioned that. And it says, dining is and always was a great artistic opportunity. That's a fact. I wanted to also talk about where I was this week. Do tell. It was, an, it was an indoor-outdoor experience. <laughs> yes. Mostly outdoor due to the weather. <laughs> well, also due to the point of the whole thing. Right. <laughs> um, I, I, tr- I didn't treat myself, but I took a day off 
and I took my gift certificate to Thermea to enjoy a day of solitude and damp bathing suitness. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so jealous. I know. We've gone we've gone together. We have several times. I remember your feet touching me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's fun to go together. Yep. But then there's the shushing. Yeah, you get shushed. Well, actually, I don't know. The the uh, they don't enforce the shushing anymore. Yeah, Thermia has uh, relaxed the shushing. Changed their shushing policies. They still have the signs up. Oh, they still have whisper in the hot tub, silence in the indoor spaces. Okay, and you still have chatty Kathy sitting there telling her life story. I hear the most inappropriate stuff <laughs> when you're like in between two groups of people. Wait till you hear what tub. people are saying. <laughs> Are all the people me? I got a yeah. survey today. I yeah. still have to answer. Um, if anyone's been under a rock, Thermea offers a multi-sensory experience in an immersive natural setting, <coughs> golf course, and is aimed at contributing to the health and well-being of its guests. So basically, it's an outdoor spa situation. Indoor-outdoor. Indoor-outdoor. Nordic-themed. And specifically, like, outdoors, but suited to winter. Yes, it's it's all year round. I think they only close a couple of days out of the year. And for somebody who's never heard of an indoor-outdoor spa that caters to winter, mm-hmm. and you mentioned that you're in a moist bathing suit, <laughs> we should mention that all of the experiences are about various levels of heat or cool. Yes, yeah. And, and that you have plenty of opportunities to be comfortable and warm. Yes. Warmth and comfort are my goals. Yeah. So it the site features four outdoor baths. 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 So you have, I was trying to remember all the names of them. My favorite is Polar Burr. <laughs> Not Polar Bear, but Polar Burr. Burr. And it is a icy cold waterfall. Yes. Into a little pool that you can sort plunge like a, through. Like a calf deep pool, right? It's a little deeper. Oh. Yeah. But you can stand under the waterfall. Yeah. Like it can dump right onto the back of your neck. It feels so good. Yeah. Uh, And then there is another cold plunge, which doesn't feature the waterfall. So you can go through it just kind of like chest high. That's right. As fast as you can. It's kind of like a trough. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then they have a warm pool, which in the the summer is a lot cooler. Yeah. Is this the temperate? Temperate. Temper. Temper. Okay. Temper. And then the hot pool, which is the geyser. Yeah. That's the best one. But in the summer, the temper is one of my favorites because it's so refreshing. It is very refreshing. It's not cold. It's not warm. It's just summer in the middle. Yeah. Um, when I was there this week, it was 30 degrees Celsius. The pool was. Yeah. And then geyser was warmer. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Geyser so you could would be around sit, hot tub temperature. Right? You could sit in temper for a very long time. Wow. And I find it is the cooler or the cooler. It is the less occupied oh, is that of right? the two. Oh, yeah. You don't get people hanging around in polar burr, <laughs> but you get a lot of people hanging around in geyser. Polar burr. Uh so four outdoor baths, four distinct saunas. Okay. That is my pronunciation of sauna. Sauna. There's the dry finish sauna. Yeah. Sauna. There are the two. Is it the barrel? Well, there's the barrel. Okay. 
And then there's the two steam saunas. Yeah. There's an orange one and a eucalyptus one. Yes. Adjacent to the... Are you going to explain the orange and the eucalyptus? Oh, it's like a... a <laughs> the thing about the steam saunas is they're very dark. It's extremely dark in the room. They there's sit steam. On somebody. There's a lot of steam. And then there's a salt, there's a salt scrub. Well, the salt scrub, the exfoliation room is outside. What? Well, it's outside this. It's oh, yeah. In you're the right building, about that. but yeah, it's not right. in the steam. It's kind of in the foyer. Yeah. So the experience right. is with the steam room is you go in and you absolutely have no bearings. Yeah. You could sit on someone. You might sit on somebody if you're not careful. You're not allowed to talk, so you can't Marco Polo your way to your phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not supposed to Marco Polo. And it's your way. schwitzy. It's oh, a yeah. very schwitzy experience. Yeah. The dry sauna offers something called Aufguss. Yeah, it sure does. That's it one sure of the, does. That's one that's, of the coolest experiences. That's there. one of the rituals. Yeah. Should I explain Aufguss? Do it, do it. So it's kind of like when you get new carpet and it offgasses. Yep. So the dry sauna has three levels of seating and then it has a big wood stove with mm. stones all on top. Mm-hmm. So for the Aufguss ritual, they put water on the stones to get it a little bit hotter and steamier. Yeah. And then they put scented snowballs. Yes. Onto the stones. And it's a whole production. It's a production. <laughs> it's a production. It's, it's about kind a, of like a dance. It's like a 15 to 16 minute show. Yeah. Um, so the snowballs go on and then there's like waving of towels. This week it was big fans. What? Oh, yeah. cool. Like big fans. Okay. And so they put on like a little show. A show of waving and flicking and (laughs) but the higher you are in the sauna, the hotter it gets. Yeah. And And that hot air is being like driven up at you. Yeah. So it's a little overwhelming, but uh delightful. If you if you like that kind of thing, don't miss the off goss. Well, so this is the funny thing. The last time I was there, like before this trip, I couldn't handle any time in the sauna. Oh, you just weren't having it? No, I wasn't having it. I'd get in there and I was immediately uncomfortable and just did not like. Oh, that's too bad. This time, couldn't get enough. Oh, so it just depends on your mood. Maybe the temperature outside and... Depends on my mood. The and time you have. Yeah, I just wasn't feeling it. And then the places where I normally go, I didn't want to do those. Oh, interesting. So it's like a different experience every time. Do you time. think that's se- seasonal? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, or just whatever's happening with you that day. Yeah. But the nice thing is you totally figure out your own thermal cycle and Mm. your own experience. Yeah. So the idea is you go from hot to cold to rest. And they recommend resting for at least 30 minutes. Yeah. And then you can do it all over again. You should talk a little bit about the rest areas. There's a lot of rest areas. There are so many. It's like an adventure finding all the different rest areas. Uh, it says in my notes, it says numerous indoor and outdoor rest areas. Yeah. So there's lots of seating around the site. Yeah. Um, they used to have heated hammocks. They don't have those anymore. I didn't even know they were heated, but I do remember the hammocks. They had heated blankets in them. Oh. And you could zip them right up over your head. Oh my goodness. I know. Um, there's the weird room with the heated slabs that you can lay on. I love those. Yeah. Uh, remember when we were in that one and that couple started to... There was just a little too much action. They were getting frisky. Yep. And then later we saw them fighting in the hot tub. I didn't... I remember didn't. they were yelling at each other? Really? You don't remember I that. I totally forgot about that. Um, in the same building as the heated slab room is the curvy bench room. That's my favorite. I sat down on the curvy... 
I sat down on the curvy bench for like a minute and I wasn't comfortable. And the way it was transferring sound was bothering me. What? I couldn't get my back comfortable. So these benches are sort of like reclined body shape and they have headphones, a warm or hot mosaic tile that you're lying on. Yeah. It's absolutely fantastic. And you put on the headphones and then you can kind of have some some uh, ambient music. So the headphones that I tried were broken. Oh. They were doing that like cutting in and out thing. Oh no. And then every time I try to adjust it, it was making all the benches resonate with sound. That's not good. No. And but they have the cool ropes you can pull yourself up with. Yes, I do like that. I like that. Um, they had a new area. Oh. Around the back of the restaurant. You kind of follow the path around the building. Yeah. If you end up in the parking lot, you've gone too far. (laughs) (laughs) Did you? It's called the sunroom. Okay. But in they seem to be referring to it as the hut. Oh, okay. And so it's an indoor carpeted space, like fully enclosed indoors. Mm -hmm. Uh, The ceiling is all strung with twinkle lights. Oh. And then they have all the sun loungers in there. So it's like a like you're like sunbathing in the summer kind of feel, but with blankets and pillows. Oh, neato! So you get in there and you get yourself all covered up. Yeah, and you can go to sleep. Oh, I love it. But three times a day they offer guided meditation. Oh, in there, in there. Oh, so I went and did a little guided meditation, and then you'd hear like little snoring from around (laughs) the room. It was really cute. Did you enjoy a guided meditation? I enjoyed a guided meditation. Oh, good. Yeah, they had one of those like singing bowl things. Oh, yeah, I like it. They did that in Offcast too. They sung with bowls? Yeah, the guy had like the little clangy bowl and he <laughs> moved around the room so that we could all enjoy the frequency. Clangy bowl is not what it's called, but singing we hear bowl? you. <laughs> um, and also, my favorite part. Well, there's the rituals area, which are your massages and body treatments and yeah. things. <gasps> the restaurant and lounge. Oh, yeah. Makes a fantastic gin Caesar <laughs> and a terrific hamburger. Good to know. Although I was sat next to a fireplace. <laughs> That's an although? That sounds excellent. It's excellent, but I think I'm tanned on one side of my oh. face from it. <laughs> a little <laughs> it was, warm? It was a little warm. All right. But it was nice. Uh, service is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I spent about eight hours and I did not do all the things. Yeah, that's what, uh, that, that was my general feeling uh, the last time I went, mm-hmm. you can spend a long part of your day at Thermia mm-hmm. and still not do all the option optional yep. things. Here's what I did do. What did you do? I've made the list. Okay. I did thermal cycles. Yeah. I did the Aufgas. I did the polar plunge. I rested and read in the flom. <laughs> Which one was the flom? That's the little roofless. It sounds like it's ruthless. Like the little wood cabin. cabin. Yeah. But it it doesn't have a roof anymore. And it's called a flom? I think it's called the flom. Okay. Something weird like that. Um, I ate in the resto. Yeah. I got a vivifying treatment, which was exfoliation, a mud thing, a massage. You do appear vivified. Do I? And a a facial, a mini facial. Nice. She had tiny hands. (laughs) (laughs) I did more thermal cycles. Okay. I spent more time in the flom. Yeah. And they had a beautiful roaring fire in there. Oh, in the flom. In the flom. So if you're on the site on a very windy day, they can't have fires. Mm. And so Mm -hmm. it was just, I think, just under the windiness. Oh, perfect. So they had lots of fires going on. Um, I did the guided meditation. And then I did a little bit more hot pool. Yeah. And I have a pro tip for listener. What is it? 
So every time I've gone to Thermea, I usually end up in the hot tub. Yes. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> then I get cold on my way to the locker room. Okay. And then I struggle my wet body into my clothes. Yeah. Here's my tip. Do all the things you have to do. Spend your time in the hot tub. And then go into the dry sauna dry just until hot. your skin is dry. Smart. So you haven't like broken a sweat. Yeah. But you're warm, dry, your core temperature's up, and it's the closest doorway <laughs> to the main building. This sounds like strategy. It was a total strategy. Totally worked for me. Ah, that's uh, smart. Here's some things I love about Thermea. Okay. Gin Caesar. This is what <laughs> Rebecca is saying. The aforementioned Gin Caesar. Yeah. It smells incredible. Oh, I love the smells. It smells so good. My hair smelled so good last night. Yeah. Um, all the bodies. I think it's a no judgment zone. Yeah, it feels Except like for that. Thong Girl. I was judging her choices. <laughs> you can't judge Thong Girl. No, you can't. Well, I just maybe thought, you, you know, it, it's like people's mothers are here. Yeah. Thong Girl. People's children are here. People's they fathers are here. <laughs> <laughs> but all the bodies. Yeah. You'll see all the bodies. Okay. Things I love about Thermea continued. Time slows to a stop and also passes quickly. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Does it ever? Two hours can pass like no time at all. Yeah. Or 15 minutes can last way longer than you need it to. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what happens Depends there. on what you're doing yeah. and who's around you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and if somebody music. sits on you. <laughs> <laughs> spa music all day, all night. Can't get enough of that spa music. It's very enjoyable. It's worth staying until the sun sets. Yeah. Because after dark, the pools are all lit up in yes. colors. So cool. And they change colors and it's just beautiful. And if there's a little bit of wind and if it's cold, um, you start to get all the steam. Mm -hmm. And it's very uh, romantical and mysterious and <laughs> and all that. Pretty. If you're there when it's very, very cold, um, your hair might freeze. Yes. <laughs> you might get frosty eyelashes. You might bring a hat. But uh, you generally <laughs> stay warm. Things that drive me mental at Thermea. <laughs> Please tell us. Slightly shorter list. Uh, people always go when I go. <laughs> I don't like How that. rude. I know. Especially when the weather's nice. Yeah. People stay home. Let me go have my time. <laughs> uh, chatty Cathy's again. Shush. 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 Um, people parking themselves in the hotter pool and then staying there even when it's over capacity. Yeah. Like the purpose of the facility isn't to just park in the hot tub no it's to be in constant it's to move lazy motion and use things and be in different spaces yeah. and experience don't things. be that person don't be that person um also people that go in large groups really maybe don't go with eight people yeah it's weird i don't like uh, it I, I yeah i'm with you on that um <laughs> the staff enforce nothing i think i was angry when i wrote this that, was new. that must be new because when you and i went last mm -hmm. the staff were shushing well they were shushing but the shushing was just like they'd hold up a sign at a group of people who were basically yelling and just like yeah and then when the pool is over capacity they make an announcement the pool is over capacity we'll need six people to get out Wow. And then everyone just shrugs and they walk away. <laughs> like no one gets Like out. I think you need to point to six people and go. Out with you. Yeah. Hmm. 
Forgot for you. Oh, forgot. Um, my locker is always the worst locker. Oh. This time it was like in a hallway at the bottom. <laughs> so like people are bumping into you and you're just like trying to get yeah. clothes on. And no matter, it's the same as at refit. No matter which <laughs> locker I pick, the so, person right next to me wants to get in as soon up. as I have my shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tiny robes. Well, you can get big ones. You can ask for a larger robe. Yes. I would recommend when you're checking in, ask for a larger robe. No matter what size you are. No matter what size you are, you're going to be so much more comfortable Yeah. in a larger robe. It's cozy. It is. Warmer. It's cozy. And uh, they give you lots of hooks around the site to hang up your robe and your towel. Yeah. I also had a little tote bag with me this time. A tote? I brought a tote. What for? Lots of people had um, Yetis or Swell bottles. Oh, yeah. Or Contigo bottles. ABH, always be hydrating. So they were carrying around their water bottles. I had a magazine, reading glasses. I had my Sinks, Calms, and Death Threats cup (laughs) so I could enjoy hot tea whenever I wanted. (laughs) Nice. It was really nice. In hot tea, did you just take your mug and just dip it in the hot pool? (laughs) It's people tea. People tea. Okay, this is the tip. There are hydration stations yeah. Around the site, like in the sauna room, mm-hmm. there's uh, two different flavors of water. Mm. In the curvy bench building, yeah, there's two kinds of flavored water and like three kinds of hot tea. Really? Yep. Nice. In the hut, there's hot tea and flavored water. So they have paper cups. Yeah. But uh, if you can. Bring a vessel. Bring a vessel. Yeah. And uh, I find the hot tea too hot. So really? I like to mix hot tea with some of the ice water. Oh. <laughs> and then I get kind of a, a blend of flavors. Okay. If you like cucumber water, you'll love Thermaya. <laughs> or people tea. <laughs> <laughs> Ack. Did you want to tell me what people were saying? Yeah. About Thermaya? Sure. Is it what I'm saying? Yeah. Or people? Pretty much. Okay. Well, okay. So here's the thing. So like when I look for uh, a good what people are saying, mm-hmm. uh, review you want crazy i'm what i'm (laughs) i'm looking for something short you want controversy people the people with the the uh lowest star ratings are writing novels right i'm not bringing you novels and they're usually weird like i had the worst experience ever thermeo was closed yes yeah (laughs) yeah and frankly so out of their 2,239 reviews. That's a lot of reviews. All uh, of those people were there on Monday, yeah, by the way. All of them. <laughs> um, so many of them are really long, and I just didn't, like, go through it all. So, yeah. But I did find this one. This is kind of an interesting little bit of back and forth. Okay. So Melanie gave Thermea one out of five stars, said, too many people in the parking lot is a mud hole. I would concur. Yeah. Uh, Thermia responded and said, we appreciate your review for a quieter experience. We suggest visiting Tuesday through Thursday evenings. And they also added both Crescent Drive and South Drive are great alternatives that allow street parking if you choose to forgo our parking lot on your next visit. So it was kind of like a, it was a, I think that was a fair observation. Yep. Um, she was probably there at a peak time. Yeah. On a beautiful day. And, um, and their parking lot is rough. There's no question. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they responded, and they responded with some good tips. Here's where it all goes off the rails, though. 
because uh, <laughs> Melanie amended her review. Oh boy. Here we go. I said too many people, not too loud. So they said, come on a Tuesday or Thursday night. On a quieter night, day. It's a quieter day. And she took quiet literally. literally. Yeah. When I spend $90, I expect not to have to fight for a spot in the saunas or hot tub. Also, when I spend $90, I expect not to have to worry about the footwear I choose being ruined by mud. Parking on the streets does not prevent that. Also, parking on the street was full because there were so many people there. <laughs> so Melanie just, she didn't have a good time. I will say this. Inconsolable. Your footwear choices are a you problem. <laughs> well, and also like... They're not advertising great parking lots. They're advertising a great spa experience. <laughs> and if you're if you're there in the spring or you're there in the pouring rain, I, mud's going to happen. You know what I'm reminded of? Hmm. So what, the very first time you and I went to Thermaya. <laughs> reminded of an old man shaking his fist at the clouds? No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but no, the first time you and I went to Thermaya. Yeah. Uh, I hopped out of the vehicle and so did you. And uh, you snapped a photo of me. Walking uh-huh. through the parking lot. Uh-huh. And you called it Paige dipping her toe in one of the first of Thermaea's pools. Let's it was a puddle in the parking lot. <laughs> it was. Do you remember this? It was a cold pool. <laughs> there were people sitting in it drinking hot tea. Yeah. <laughs> but they're kind um, of known for their shitty parking lot. It's a rough parking lot. I mean, there we are. So also one out of five stars comes from Brett. He says, guests were chatting loudly in every area, including the saunas. No shh brigade on duty to quiet. Food was served 40 minutes after ordering into a dining room that was incomplete in its renovations and felt like a massive downgrade compared to the original dining area. I wish my visit could have been more restful and meditative as I have come to expect. So, I mean, that's too bad. But it's kind of the same thing, like uh, no shushing Mm -hmm. happening. Yeah. So obviously there was sort of a shift, a shift in the, in the management of the yeah. noisy Because when we were there, the shushing was relentless. There was no one talking. And if anyone was talking, it was like whispers. Yeah. Like we were like using very primitive sign language to communicate yes. with each other. Should we go eat? Should we not eat? <laughs> you touched me with your foot. <laughs> I never forgave you. Um, Five out of five stars. Anita said it was an excellent surprise for my birthday. I loved being in nature in the cold wind while having my body warmed in the pools. The sauna ritual was a lovely addition. Don't forget to bring warm hats. They also have hats for sale. Do they really? At the front desk, yeah. Like what kind of hats? Like a toque, like a Thermaea branded toque. Oh yeah, that's that's cool. Apparently they have bathing suits, flip-flops. Like if you got off a plane and had nothing and went straight to Thermaea, you could still. You could still. Well, I recommend that you do. <laughs> the thing, I will say this about the busyness. If you're smart, like I'm getting smarter, right, with my trips to Thermaea. The Alfgas is very popular. Yes. If you want to get a spot anywhere, go during the Alfgas to another area. Right. Like a popular area will empty out by 26 people. And <laughs> during the off During the off Yeah. Then as soon as the off lets out, go find a spot in the empty sauna. Mm. And it's lovely. And you can sit there pretty much by yourself. Yeah. You've got, it's an hour until the next ritual. 
I can't take more than like 15 minutes at a time anyways. Right. And you can have that time by yourself. Good hot So you tip. just kind of have to like follow the crowd's movements, strategize. Yeah. And but be yeah. respectful of others. Yes. Don't break the headphones. And all the PDAs. People calm down. <laughs> People need to calm down. <laughs> it's a public bath. What do you want? That is true. <laughs> it is a public bath. There's a bit of a history with those. <laughs> well, I said when I checked in, do you take reservations at the restaurant? And she said, no, it's first come, first serve. And I said, well, I have a treatment at 3 o'clock you know, when is it busy? When would be a good time for me to go to the restaurant? And she was like, it gets busy at the same time as other restaurants. <laughs> well, that's smart. So I was like, okay, so noon, lunchish, lunchish. So I did a slightly later lunch and uh, it worked out fine. Well, that's good. Hot tip if you can't finish your lunch, they will box it up for you and keep it in the fridge until you leave. Oh, that's nice. So you don't have to put half a beef dip in your locker. I have a really dumb joke about your lunch. <laughs> okay. Do you want a dumb joke about your lunch? I'll take a dumb joke. What do you eat when you're both cold and angry? Oh, what do you eat when you're both cold and angry? A burr. Grr. <laughs> I did have a burger. I did do Sorry. that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I prefer cold weather, but only to a certain degree. And this was the first time I kept my, uh, <laughs> this was my first time I kept my swimming costume and robe on to eat in the dining room. Usually oh. I go put on sweats and. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. no and I took Crocs instead of flip-flops. Oh, I yeah, enjoyed that smart. Yes. I enjoyed that much yep. better. Yep, yep, good call. And uh, I wanted to give four suggestions for indoorsy types. Mm-hmm. Like half of Thermea, basically. Although <laughs> you're going to have to go out at some point. <laughs> um, I recommend people explore the Inuit art at the WAG. That's a good idea. If you're on a budget, second Sunday of the month is free. Nice. We went uh, a few weeks ago and I was flabbergasted by the quality of the displays. I loved it. How long did you spend there? I'm curious. Well, we were there for a couple hours. Wow. And then like the... The, the area of the gallery that I referred to as settler art. Oh, yeah. We kind of breezed through. <laughs> <laughs> Old white man art. Um, here's another suggestion. Yeah. Beat those winter blues. Dress light and go to the leaf. Oh, yeah. Smart. Right? Put on yes. your summer clothes. Yeah. It's like a little mini tropical vacation, except it, you don't have the strip search at the airport. <laughs> Yep. No machines. You don't have to go through any machines. No, it's lovely. And it's hot. We uh, went to the Leaf not that long ago at night. Ooh. But we were surprised by the brightness of the lights. So if anyone from the Leaf is listening, just turn those lights down a notch and oh, make it, was, it a little more romantical. It was too bright when you it was were too bright. in there. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Like We were really looking forward to going at night and it being more of like a... You know, when you're at a resort yeah, and it's nighttime and it's kind of that like mood lighting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but maybe the they heat will, makes up for it. Maybe they will take your word for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one I got off Pinterest. Oh, no. I searched Winnipeg Winter Fun. Yeah. And I found a blog from a gentleman in the UK. <laughs> okay. And he suggests watch an ice hockey game 
or as the Canadians call it, a hockey game. <laughs> Did he say that? Or yeah, he was like, oh. yeah, in Canada, they just call it hockey. <laughs> like, don't embarrass yourself by calling it ice hockey. Um, can I add to that? Yes. One of my favorite things to do in the winter is go to an ice hockey game is actually to go skate on an outdoor ice rink of which our city has many. Well, I was going to say, because you're interrupting my indoorsy segment. Oh, shit. Did you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm out of here. I'm sorry. Did you know that the city operates 12 indoor arenas? No. And they offer free public skating and skating lessons. I didn't know that. Listener can get all the deets at winnipeg.ca. They can learn how to ice skate. So whilst you are outside on the ODR, (laughs) I will be inside pushing around a little chair learning how to skate. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm into it. Do you think we've prepared listener for the rest of winter? Well, we have one more stop. Where's that? The cargo bar winter (gasps) pop-up. Why did I forget that? It was the most fun I've ever had. It was so delightful. So we like the cargo bar. We already like the cargo bar. But there's one thing we don't like about the cargo bar. Mm, wasps. <laughs> we do not like the wasps. We do not like the wasps. I'm not a fan of wasps. Um, they have replaced the wasps at the cargo bar with fires and s'mores, hot apple cider with ice kraken, skating. ice skating, snow. Well, the ice skating happens adjacent to the cargo bar. Well, I mean, but it makes it's for replaced. a good view. Like yeah. they've replaced the ducks. Yeah. With cute with children ice. on skates. Yeah. Falling. Yeah. Um, but the menu, you can get cold beer. Yeah. Or your favorite beverages. You can get spiked hot chocolate. Or you can get unspiked hot chocolate with sprinkles. Yeah, which which several children near us did get. Yeah. Their you can faces. get a s'mores kit. Yeah. That yeah. comes with the roasting stick. So smart. Um, we had our hot apple cider with Kraken, which is my favorite favorite thing that was fantastic i don't even know what i was expecting but i'm absolutely in love hot apple cider good yeah hot apple cider with kraken unbelievable yes cold apple juice with kraken unbelievable also good (laughs) yeah just eating an apple and drinking kraken fantastic (laughs) (laughs) um but we sat people were friendly yeah it, it was like uh it was like um, strangers sharing space. Yes. And and friends and families and Yep. They everything. only had a couple rules. No outside food or drink. Reasonable. Fair enough. And you have to buy something to sit in there. Fair enough. I don't mind that. Yeah. It was lovely. It, uh, it restored my faith in humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know what people are saying? Are people saying something about it? <laughs> people are. Because I know well, what you were saying. Every time the guy came over to tend to our fire, you thanked him profusely. Well, I thanked him. He was stoking my fire. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, unfortunately, the winter pop-up doesn't have a ton of reviews because uh, most of the reviews are for the, the cargo bar, which is open in the summer. Full of wasps. Full One star. Wasps. <laughs> Uh, there was. It still gets five stars. It's, yeah, it does. Even with the wasps. Even with the wasps. You don't blame them for the wasps. Um, there is a two days ago. Uh huh. Dustin gave the cargo bar winter pop up. My Dustin. Of, maybe. <laughs> uh, five out of five stars. There was no comment to go with it. But you can only assume Dustin enjoyed the 
Everything. Hot apple cider with Kraken. Yeah. And a s'mores kit. Like Dustin's fingers might have been a little cold. Maybe that's why he didn't leave a comment. Maybe. Maybe they were sticky. <laughs> they might have been sticky. From the marshmallow. Um, I have a couple one out of five stars, uh, which were not for the winter pop-up there for the summertime. Okay. But I just feel like they need to be read. Because they're that good. Because they're good. Okay. <laughs> one out of five stars from Schneehall. It says bike friendly, but the guy says you cannot ride a bike inside because there are kids and dogs. I thought the whole Assiniboine Park has kids and dogs. You can ride your bike in the park, but not in the fenced area. That's the guy. And they included a creepy picture that they took of the back of the guy who said, please don't ride your bike inside the fenced area. I don't think that's unreasonable. I absolutely don't think that's unreasonable. That's like... Oh, they wouldn't let me ride my bike down the aisle at Safeway. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're They wouldn't let me dogs. ride my bike around P.F. Chang's. <laughs> There's another one out of five star review. I think, though, they might have addressed this because when we walked in, there was a sign that said that bikes had to be racked. Well, and this is the, this is the thing. I, I think probably what happened was they had an opportunity to lock their bike up mm-hmm. and come into a restaurant mm-hmm. area. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm assuming they wanted to, they always, they wanted to, to stay on their bike yeah. until they got to their seat. Yes. It's just weird. They ride to their seat. Buddy. Um, but here's where it gets weird. Delete your account. <laughs> One out of five stars from Romac. Uh-huh. It, it's a really bad experience because there's a sign that says it's bike friendly, but the guy says you're not allowed to ride your bike inside. Wait a minute. You can ride the bike in the park, which has kids and dogs, but not by the patio because it's dangerous. I feel like they're being ganged up on. I think this is collusion. <laughs> or is it the hill they want to die on? Yeah. It was a party of two and both of them felt compelled to complain that they couldn't ride their bike in a restaurant. I can only picture both of them are in full cycling kit. <laughs> they just didn't want to bother unclipping. <laughs> they, wanted to, they wanted to clip in, go right to the bar, and uh, yeah, enjoy their beverage. Even unicycle guy knows better. <laughs> so I did a what is Paige saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe we've covered all this. Loved the apple cider with Kraken. Sipped mm-hmm. at a roaring fire cauldron that was stoked and fueled a few times while we were there. Friends and strangers shared the spaces. I hope you actually posted this and you're I not haven't. just reading it. I would. I should. I will. I will. Throw these people will. a bone. I will. I will. Because <laughs> um, they need a winter review. They do. That has more than just the five out of five stars. One star would have appreciated more wasps. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't drive my four by four onto the patio. <laughs> Never coming back. They wouldn't allow me to take my snowmobile into the bathrooms. <laughs> Disgusted le- and appalled. They let me drive my four by four all the way through the park, but not on the rest on the restaurant patio for some reason. The park is full of kids and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and four by fours. <laughs> so cargo bar for the win. Cargo bar for the win. Uh, openly, like, weekendy, Like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Is Sunday. It? I'm going to say Friday, Saturday, Sunday for sure. Okay. And uh, hopefully they'll keep that going all winter and then just kind of ease back into summer. I think it's just going to take a change of furniture. Uh, no, actually. To bring it back to cargo bar standards. Well, those benches were new. 
the the uh, cauldrons are there all year. They just put a, a piece of wood over top. That's and true. And it becomes a table. That's true. So they just have to get rid of the benches and bring the Adirondack chairs and things back. Right. Which I believe are stored on the second yeah. level. And shout out to the lady who was walking on the pavers in her skates. Oh, yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Honey. Um, <laughs> skate guards are your friend. She, she, did, she did have assistance, but the sound was just like. She was fully walking on concrete pavers in skate. Triggering. The the ice uh, walkway wasn't anywhere nearby. Think of the kids and dogs. <laughs> Think of the me. We did see a dog in a sweater. We did. Aw, <laughs> that dog was so cute. <laughs> Do you have anything else for us? I have nothing else. That's all I got for you. Are you going to cue the shit? Cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> 